This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 800 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on the Horses in the Morning show. The Hit'em crew is joined by the Horse.com's digital editor, Michelle Anderson, and Dr. Amber LaBelle with some insight on eye injuries. And we'll get to our tip right after this shopping tip from Equestrian Collections. Howdy, everybody. This is Glenn from the Horse Radio Network, and I am here with Debbie from Equestrian Collections with the product of the week. This week, I'm talking denim breeches. We get more calls for denim breeches than you can imagine because they're so comfortable and they're so, uh, you can use them in trail riding and schooling very easily. And you can also wear them to the store. And this week, I'm featuring the Rolf Ladies Euro Seat Knee Patch Denim Breeches. Now, it says denim, and they do come in denim, but let me tell you, these things come in all different colors. They come in black, brown, uh, faded black, and that's my favorite color. It's kind of a gray with black points on it. Um, these things make you look great. They are very stretchy. As we say on our site, they run large. Consider sizing down. But I would say that probably if um, you could go just one size down because they are very stretchy and form-fitting. Um, I got a pair and I um, I got the 34 I'm, and it looks fabulous and feels great. So I would say even if you were on the larger side that these are denim breeches that you might find very comfortable. So take a look at the Rolf brand. Rolf brand is a very well-known brand, very comfortable. We have shirts as well as breeches and all kinds of other breeches. But I wanted to feature the denim this week because that's what everybody wants. It's back in style again. Years ago, denim breeches were the thing, and then they went out of style, and now they're back in. And these are especially attractive. I know you have uh, one of the comments uh, on your page it is from Becky uh, from Winter Springs, and one of the things she said is, I have had many people ask me where I got them because they love the look. And, of course, if you're going to wear denim breeches, that's what you want. Yes, and when somebody asks where you got them, be sure to say equestriancollections.com. Thanks for joining us. This is Dr. Amber LaBelle. Um, our, she's a board-certified ophthalmologist, and she was here before with Stephanie to talk about equine vision. Um, but today we wanted to talk about um, something that's kind of serious, uh, equine eye injuries and disease. And I don't know, Jamie and Glenn, how often you've gone out and found a horse with a winking eye or it's its eyelashes sticking down towards the ground, <laughs> but it's not good. Yeah, and I think all of us have had to have that experience of having to, to, to do the eye flushing every two hours all day and all night. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all had that mm-hmm. experience before. Um, mm-hmm. And if you haven't, let's hope you don't, because it's kind of a pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you know, there's nothing grosser than serious eye injury. So I'll be bailing out here and uh, uh, going to do something okay. else. Okay, see you, Glenn. <laughs> no, you won't. You're stuck here, Glenn. You better pay attention. Uh, the only reason <laughs> I'm staying. The only reason I'm staying is Dr. LaBelle's so much fun. That's the only reason I'm staying. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> 
Oh, Glenn, you're just waiting for me to say I boogers again, aren't yes, you? Yes, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know, I, know. I, I remember that from the last time, too. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, so, Dr. LaBelle, let's start off with, um, with eye injuries. So what are some of the common eye injuries that a horse owner might come across? Well... So the first thing that we need to know about horses is that they're a prey species. And so when a horse is startled or frightened or feels threatened, their first instinct is to run away first and to ask questions later. And unfortunately, that fight or flight instinct gets them into a lot of trouble and unfortunately can put their bodies and their eyes at risk as they're trying to flee what they perceive as a dangerous situation. Sometimes they leave parts of their eyes behind when they do that. Mm-hmm. So the any sort of sharp object in the horse's environment is at risk of causing trauma, whether that's trauma to a leg or to a joint or trauma to an eye. So one really easy thing that horse owners can do to help decrease the chances that their horses are going to have eye trauma is to walk around the horse's environment, get in their stall, look at everything in their stall, run your hands over the boards in the stall, make sure there aren't nails or hooks sticking out. One really common culprit for eyelid lacerations is actually the hooks on the edge of your bucket. And a really, really easy thing for horse owners to do is to take some duct tape or some electric tape. You can even make it in fun colors if you want and wrap around those hooks on your bucket. So there's no chance that your horse can catch an edge of an eyelid on the edge of those buckets. And that's such a simple thing for people to do that can really decrease eye trauma. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if there's something that they can catch their eye on, they will find it. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, look in your barn aisle. Um, make sure when your horse is on cross ties that they have a quick release snap on the cross ties. I've seen a couple of horses with really, really nasty blunt trauma to their eyes from things like cross ties snapping and then whacking the horse in the eye. So making sure you've got okay. quick release snaps on those. Okay, so quick release part on the halter and then bailing twine up by the wall. Correct. Correct. Okay. Then I got it right. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Pony Club would be proud of you guys. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we ask the hard questions. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're important hard questions. No matter what, no matter how safe you try and make your barn, you could wrap your horse in bubble wrap if you wanted to, and all your horse is going to do is eat that bubble wrap and then end up colicking. You know, you can do everything you can do to make it as safe as possible, but short of putting them in some sort of hermetically sealed chamber somewhere, horses are going to find a way to hurt themselves. So I think we also need to tell all our horse owners out there, look, you can't feel too guilty. No matter how safe you are, no matter how many precautions you take, horses find ways to hurt themselves. And so, you know, the front end problem is doing everything you can do to prevent trauma. But I think equally important to that is knowing how to recognize signs of eye trauma so that when you see those, you know how to act appropriately. Yeah. So what should a horse owner do when they go out there? Well, what are some of the clinical signs they're going to see that their horse has an injury? Well, here's the thing. The eye is pretty much a one-trick pony. It doesn't have very many ways of telling you that it's been injured. The hallmarks of eye injury in horses are squinting. Now, I use the word squinting because I'm a doctor, but other words that people use to describe squinting include drooping of the eyelid, 
or fluttering of the eyelashes or noticing the eyelashes are pointing down. And the best way to figure out whether or not your horse is squinting is to stand right straight in front of them. Right straight in front of them where Pony Club tells you never, never, never stand because you could get hurt. Standing there allows you to look at both sides of their face and and allows you to assess symmetry from side to side. So if you notice one eye is wide open and those eyelashes are nice and parallel to the ground, but on the other side, the eyelid is droopy and the eyelashes are tilted towards the ground, that's the side that's having the problem. So just learning to recognize signs of not even really obvious squinting, but sometimes subtle squinting is is an important first step for recognizing that there's been some kind of eye disease. Other things that you may notice, uh, Glenn's favorite clinical sign, eye boogers. (laughs) <laughs> so eye boogers come in lots of different flavors. Sometimes it just looks like clear tears running down their face. Sometimes you get really nasty boogers in all sorts of rainbow colors. Any sort of discharge coming out of the eye is not can normal. We, can we rephrase that and not use the word flavors, though? Um, yeah, yeah. She just does this to drive me nuts. Uh, I know you, Dr. Lavelle. It's all for you, Glenn. All know, for you. I know. Well, let me let me ask a question about that in one of the flavors. Is um, <laughs> a flavor of eye booger yesterday seemed like one of my students brought her horses over, uh, her horse over, and it's it's really dusty here in Arizona, and we all keep fly masks on our horse all the time. But her horse, when I pulled the fly mask off, had some yellow goop like right at the corner of the eye and some runny liquid going down the eye, but the nose was not plugged up. You know what I mean? Like it was still dripping a little bit out of that pore down at the bottom. Um, the nasal uh-huh. lacrimal duct, but the horse wasn't squinting. There was no scratch or anything. What would you do for uh, uh, something like that where there, you can tell there's no scratch. It's not really squinting, but it is goopy. So I goop that you have to clean out more than once or twice a day is too much eye goop. So I always try and give every horse the benefit of the doubt. If they come in from the paddock and they've got a little bit of eye boogers, but they're not squinting, there's no cloudiness in their eye, they're otherwise completely normal, it's okay to wipe it away and watch them and see what they do. But if they're having eye boogers along with any other sign of an eye problem, any squinting, any cloudiness of the eye, any change in their vision or any redness, that's a horse that needs to be seen by a veterinarian that day. Does that make okay. sense, the difference between those two scenarios? Yes. Yeah, and I'm I'm certainly one that if I if there's anything with the eye, you got to call. It, it, don't put any of your own medicine in it that you have from the last time the vet came out because it could be totally different. But uh, yeah, this was just curious about do they get goop and just kind of it, you know just because and it, you can wipe it away and it's fine. Of course, you definitely get goop just because, and it is totally okay if they don't have any other signs to wipe it away and watch them and see what they do. But if they've got other signs or if that goop comes back, then they need to be seen by a veterinarian. That's a really good question because I think that's a common scenario, and you're totally right. It can just be some environmental irritant, especially in a place where it's really dusty or, you know, when allergy season is going, you know, horses are susceptible to those things just like we are. I don't know about you guys, but I'm having a wicked bad allergies <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and Jamie brought up a really good point um, about the fly mask. So how often should we be taking our fly masks off to check our horse's eyes underneath them? 
Oh, I love that you asked that question. Fly masks need to come off at least once a day. At least once a day, you need to take your horse's fly mask off and look at both of their eyes and look at their face. You never know. They could have cut their forehead underneath there too, right? And, okay, so here's another question that I've come across too. Can the horses wear the fly masks at night? Horses can wear fly masks at night. That's a good question. So wearing a fly mask is like wearing sunglasses, sort of our horsey equivalent of sunglasses. So they can wear them at night. But just like you wearing sunglasses at night, it does somewhat decrease their vision. Now, we know that horses have better vision in dim light than people do because they've got more cells for sensing dim lighting conditions than people do. That being said, you're still decreasing their vision somewhat in the evening hours. So I would say if they're turned out overnight, probably better that they go out without a fly mask on, with the exception of if you're in an area with really bad insects and you find that they're getting a lot of fly strike, a lot of irritation around their eyes from insects, then putting on sort of the lightest weight mesh fly mask that you can find might actually be healthier for your horse. You know, we've got listeners who are in some really pretty geographically diverse areas. You know, Oregon looks a lot different than Arizona looks a lot different than where I am here in central Illinois. So you got to know your climate. You got to know your environment because what works in one climate and humidity and insect population may not work in another population. Yep, and I go from being a slave to blankets to being a slave to fly masks. So there's, I never get any time off from dressing. <laughs> I know, right? Horses. <laughs> I think so. there's one magical week, one magical week that you get the break. I'm like, like oh my god, I don't have to do, put anything on any of them, and now we're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to say, so Dr. Lavelle, you go out and your horse is is um is has its eye shut, there's swelling, there's eye boogers, you should immediately call your vet. You do, what is your vet going to do to examine that eye? That's a great question. So I love that you said call your veterinarian right away. And I think that we need to repeat that point one more time. Call your veterinarian right away. Don't flush the eye out. Don't put medication in the eye. Don't touch the eye. It could be something that's no big deal or it could be something that's tremendously, tremendously fragile and you just don't know until your veterinarian gets a look at it. So one of the things your veterinarian is going to likely do in order to assess your horse's eye is give them some sedation. And the reason that sedation is really, really important for an eye exam is because eye injuries hurt. They hurt really bad. There's more nerve endings on the surface of your eye than there are anywhere else in your whole body. And I do mean anywhere else in your whole body. So it's it's a really sensitive area and the pain that results from eye injuries is really intense. So horses, I think, rightfully can be really resentful of having those painful eyes manipulated. So giving them some sedation makes it easier for the horse and makes it safer for the veterinarian to get a complete examination. The other thing that they may do is is do a little local nerve block to help numb the muscles that make the eyelid squint. And again, that just makes it easier for your veterinarian to see what's going on in there and not put any excessive pressure on the eye. The kind of tests that they may do will then depend on what they see on their exam. 
Certainly putting some fluorescein stain into the eye is a very routine part of the eye exam. Fluorescein helps you to be able to detect if there's a scratch on the surface of the eye, otherwise known as a corneal ulcer. Uh, your veterinarian may assess the pressure inside the eye. That's a way of diagnosing glaucoma and may use some different instruments for examining both the front part and the back part of the eye. So every eye exam is a little bit different, just like every eye injury is a little bit different. Okay. And you mentioned not doing anything with eye. What if there's a foreign body in the eye, like your horse has been scratching against a juniper tree and there's a splinter in the eye? Still don't, don't touch it? Have don't that touch it. And the reason I say don't touch it is because you don't know how far in that splinter goes or what it's attached to. What if that splinter goes full thickness through the eye and it's actually plugging up the hole in the eye? The last thing you want to do is disrupt that. So again, even if your horse has got half a tree branch hanging out of its head, put your horse someplace quiet, keep your horse as calm as possible, but don't touch anything until your veterinarian gets there because there is the chance that you could make it worse in your well-meaning attempt to make it better. Okay. And let's touch on for everyone who's listening what the consequences could be. What could happen if you don't get your vet there immediately and get them involved in taking care of your horse's eye injury? Well, the very worst thing that can happen to any eye is to lose vision. The whole purpose of having an eyeball is to be able to see. And so the ultimate consequence of any eye disease is vision loss. Now, Vision loss isn't that big of a deal if you're, let's say, a Cocker Spaniel or a Chihuahua because, you know, we all got barn dogs. We love our barn dogs. You know, what does a dog need to do for a living? Well, they occasionally need to, you know, bark at the horses in the pasture and they need to lay on the couch and get their tummy scratched and eat snacks. You know, dogs don't really need to have very good vision in order to have a really excellent quality of life, but... That's a very different scenario when we start talking about a 1,200-pound horse who's a prey animal, whose first instinct is to run away from scary things. Horses with visual compromise can unintentionally hurt the people that are around them. So I personally feel that vision, oh gosh, my my dog colleagues are going to hate me for saying this, but vision is really important for our horse patients, and therefore Everything we can do to preserve their vision is tantamount to that horse's safety, to that owner's safety, and to that horse's career success. So anything we do that can jeopardize their vision could be really, really long-term threatening to that horse's well-being. And, uh, and Not to mention the fact... Go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, I mean, and it can get expensive, too. You know, a not very big deal eye injury that I could help you make better for a few hundred dollars can rapidly become a six or $8,000, take three months to get better kind of deal. You know, early detection is key to appropriate treatment. And I was glad you so brought that don't. up because I, I was going to say early detection is, appropriate, is good for appropriate treatment and a smaller bill in most cases. Absolutely. So, so, no. Thank you, Dr. Okay. LaVelle. <laughs> and and Michelle, where, thank you where, guys so much for having me. Where, Dr. Lavelle, do you have a website, or is there any place people can find you? You know, if people want to read more about our ophthalmology program, they can go to the University of Illinois at Champaign Urbana's Veterinary Teaching Hospital site, or vetmed.illinois.edu. Very good, and and of course, Michelle can be found over at thehorse.com. Did you have any one articles you want to mention? 
Um, we have uh, 15 fascinating facts about Equine Eyes fact sheet um, that we've mentioned before. Check that out. It's really, really interesting. Good stuff in there about the Equine Eye. And that's a wrap. To listen to more of the Horse.com's tips, just head on over to Horse Tip Daily and look for the Experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang, putting in their two cents on all things horse, you can tune in every weekday morning at horsesinthemorning.com for fascinating interviews, news stories from around the world, clever contests, and general horsey hijinks. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. (laughs) 